This is episode 39 of Teacher Approved. You're listening to Teacher Approved, the podcast helping educators elevate what matters and simplify the rest. I'm Heidi. And I'm Emily. We're the creators behind Second Story Window, where we give research-based and teacher-approved strategies that make teaching less stressful and more effective. You can check out the show notes and resources from each episode at secondstorywindow.net. We're so glad you're tuning in today. Let's get to the show. Hey there, thanks for joining us today. In today's episode, we're diving into our favorite Christmas books for kids that we think your classroom will love. We start our episodes with a morning message, just like we used to do at morning meeting in our classrooms. This week's morning message is, what do you like to do for teammate gifts? Emily, what do you what did you do for your teammates? I don't feel like I ever did anything particularly spectacular. But if I did have teammates this year, I think I'd probably give them Stanley Cups since that's my current love. <laughs> as long as I really liked them, because that's an expensive gift. Yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> what would you do, Heidi? I kinda have to admit that I tended to forget about team gifts. So <laughs> They were not typically very meaningful, so really sorry to any former coworkers out there. When you're though, I thought I was being so smart, and I bought a bunch of those like tooth necklaces for kids who lost teeth at school. So it's like a little plastic tooth box that opens up, and you put the tooth. Oh yeah, inside. those yeah. are the best. And I made little tags that went on it that said I lost a tooth today, and it could like hang on the necklace string. And I just thought it would be so useful for second grade teachers because. There are a lot of lost teeth. Yes, and it's so <laughs> annoying to deal with the lost yeah, teeth when they happen. You don't make like, a plan until ah. suddenly you've got a bleeding tooth in someone's hand. Yeah, so that's a brilliant <laughs> idea. But, you know, the necklaces were just plastic junk. And when the kids wore them, they totally fell apart. Oh, man. So <laughs> then we had lost, lost teeth. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is like so much stress for kids. And my coworkers probably were really not excited to get a bunch of tooth necklaces. So double sorry there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this surprises me that anyone wouldn't be excited to get that because my maybe it's showing my uh, love language that <laughs> an act of service that you did work for me, you did something I was going to need to have for my kids and I didn't have ready. So I actually love that idea. It's just too bad it didn't work. <laughs> well, thank you for validating that. We have some answers from our community. Anna said, homemade cookies from my epic baking day, where she does 10 to 9 different kinds of cookies. That is epic. Yum. I'm tired just thinking about it. Michelle said, we always go out to dinner together instead of giving each other gifts. Oh, that's fun. I like that I do like that idea. Good for team bonding. Jennifer said, caramel popcorn. Oh, yum. Donna said, flare pens and notepad. Cannot go wrong with flare pens. Katie said, I give cookies and a lottery ticket. (laughs) I love that. We'd love to hear your response to this and other questions over in our teacher approved Facebook group or on Instagram at second story window. And that is with a two. Now it's time for the resource of the week, our Christmas jargon journals. The jargon journal program is our weekly words curriculum designed to use picture books to teach tier two words to your students. Heidi, do you want to tell us a little about the jargon journal routine? I would love to because I love jargon journals. So this system is set up to provide a weekly framework to practice vocabulary. On Mondays, you introduce four new words for the week using a read aloud. Then during the week, the students practice the words each day and record their thinking in an interactive vocabulary notebook. 
And then there is a PowerPoint review lesson to wrap up the week. And then we have a brief assessment just to see how well students understand those new words that they practiced all week. And I think my favorite part about the program is that we suggest teaching your students to make a soft ding when they come across a jargon journal word in something they're reading. The feedback we hear from teachers is that their students are always proudly making little dings while they read the rest of the year. And I always thought it was funny because, you know, I'd be reading and I'd just hear all these little dings pop up and I wouldn't have even clocked that it was one of our words, but they remember, like it's in their little heads. I love that they remember. (laughs) That's what we want. We have jargon journal units available for each month of the year, and we actually have two sets for Christmas. The Christmas books we have units for are Bear Stays Up for Christmas, Christmas Eve Good Night, The Night Before Christmas, Toot and Puddle, I'll Be Home for Christmas. That's a really cute one. I love that one. The Polar Express, Red and Lulu, Santa Bruce, and Pick a Pine Tree. All such good ones. You can grab just the titles you need, month-long bundles of four, or a bundle for the whole year. The Jargon Journal units are available in our store at the link in the show notes. So one thing that you need to know about us is that we are crazy for Christmas books. Uh, Yeah, we really are. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're crazy for all picture books, and we both have large, extensive collections, but (laughs) the Christmas section is for sure our favorite. Yes. So we thought it would be fun to share with you some of our favorite Christmas books that you may want to read to your students this year or add to your collection. To keep it fun, we decided on 10 categories of books to share about with you today. But we didn't share with each other what books we selected for each category. So we're going to discover each other's favorites together with you right now. I'm excited. This is going to be fun. Well, the first category is gingerbread. Do you want to go first, Heidi? Uh, Sure, I will go first. Okay, I think my favorite gingerbread book, and this was actually a really hard decision, because I have a lot because I love to do in December. I love to like teach with all the different versions of the gingerbread story. But I think my favorite is Gingerbread Baby by Jan Brett. The illustrations are so cute. It has just a fun twist at the end. I like it better than the traditional tale of the yeah. poor cookie getting eaten. It's a little bit of a rough ending. Yes. <laughs> That's just a softer ending. And they love that he has this little house. So that is my favorite gingerbread book. But I have to say in preparing for this. I was looking over, you know, my list of gingerbread books and going on Amazon. So this was just a lot of fun research for me. And I added like three new titles to my cart, but I haven't (laughs) bought them yet. So that was dangerous. You'll have to show me which ones you picked out. Okay. Emily, what's your favorite gingerbread book? I picked The Gingerbread Man Loose at Christmas. Oh, I love that one. By Laura Murray. And it has those hilarious illustrations by Mike Lowry. If you don't know about these gingerbread man books... Oh, he's so cute. And he lives in this school and there's a bunch of different versions of like a back to school and St. Patrick's Day. And the book is told in rhyme, which is not always my favorite. I could go either way on that. But in this book, I think it works really well. And it's just such an engaging, funny story. And I also really love that it takes place in a school. Which is fun. And I like that, like if your kids have background with the traditional gingerbread stories, like it's just fun for them to make the connections about places that's similar and places that's different. So yes. can't go wrong with gingerbread books. Yes. <laughs> the ones I put on my wish list <laughs> are uh, How to Catch a Gingerbread Man by Adam Wallace. I think it's part of that like whole yes. How to Catch series. We only have a few of those. So if that's good, let me know. 
And then I saw a cute one that was called Gingerbread Twins, but I couldn't see inside. I don't know so, that one. But the illustration looked really cute. So it needs some further investigation. Okay. Report back. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> okay, Emily. Now we're up to snowmen. Why don't you tell us your favorite snowman title? Because I think we might have the same one. Do you have a backup? Because I do have a backup. I do have a backup, too. <laughs> Maybe we'll share our backups, too. <laughs> okay. So my choice is Snowmen at Christmas by Carolyn Buner, I think is how you say it. Mm-hmm. And it's illustrated by her husband, Mark Buner. Now, there's several books in this series, and I really love them all. But I went with Snowmen at Christmas for Christmas. And it's just this funny insight. If you haven't read any of these books yet, it's just a funny idea to explore of what do you think snowmen do when we're not watching? And so this is, what do you think snowmen do for Christmas? And so you just get to see what the snowmen are doing as they prepare for Christmas. And it's just so cute and delightful. What was your choice though? Oh, hundred percent. It was. (laughs) I love all of the snowman books. I think the first one is snowman at night. Yes. I love that one. Just such a classic. And then snowman at work is actually one of my favorite in the series you see all like the snowman jobs it's just funny and it's got a lot of puns in there (laughs) so yeah love it so my backup title is kind of a new one i went way out of left field and it is published by make believe ideas i don't even think it has a real author besides the publisher and it's called oh no mr snowman and it just came out i think last year maybe the year before and so the premise is that a couple kids make a snowman And then, you know, they go into the house, but Mr. Snowman wants to come in too. So he keeps trying to sneak into the house. And every time he gets in the house, they're like, no, you have to leave because he's making everything go wrong. Like he freezes the bathtub water and all this stuff. So, (laughs) but then it's Christmas Eve and the desserts are melting, like (laughs) something's gone wrong. So Mr. Snowman has to come save the day. It's kind of, it's just funny and clever. So. Oh, No, Mr. Snowman by Make Believe Ideas. So I give that a thumbs up. What was your snowman backup? Well, actually, my snowman backup was kind of a cheat because it's technically not a snowman book. It's a snow book. So I might be robbing (laughs) one of your future choices on this list. No, I think we're probably good. It's Dream Snow by Eric Carl. Okay, you did. Yeah, that was on my list. Okay, you can share it again later if you want. I won't go into it so that you can still share it later, but Dream Snow is in my top 10 favorite Christmas books. It is just this charming Eric Carl book that I think everyone needs to own, but we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it in a minute. <laughs> so the next category is the 12 Days of Christmas. So what was your choice for that one? This was hard to pick because I wasn't sure. Do we go traditional? I know. <laughs> do we go more modern? Do we do a fun take? So I've got like multiple on the list, but we'll just start with a traditional one, which is the version by Britta Teckentrup. Oh, dear. <laughs> Teckentrup, I think. Teckentrup. Yeah, we're going to go with that. And that was my backup choice. Oh, it was so <laughs> The illustrations are darling. It's just the traditional song, but each page has little, like, peek through windows. And I love all of her books. So what was your non-backup? <laughs> <laughs> my first choice was actually the Greg Pizzoli version. <laughs> that was my backup. <laughs> I like it because it's still the traditional words from the song, but the illustrations are what will make you laugh when you read this book. It's so funny. Like we can't do it justice. You just no, gotta check it I out. I mean, this really should be a video instead of a podcast, but we have a podcast, <laughs> so you'll just have to imagine. <laughs> and I did have a third backup of 12 Days of Christmas by Jane Cabrera. So it's not the traditional one. It's like woodland animals all getting together to have a party and Jane Cabrera's illustrations are just always so charming. Yes, I have that one too. It's really cute. 
All right. We're down to number four on our list. Emily, what is your book with a favorite animal character? This was hard because there's actually so many there animal so characters. Many. So I picked A Christmas for Bear by Bonnie Becker. I picked the worst. <laughs> I thought, like, no one knows that one. That's such an under the radar book. That's why I love it. It is so charming. It has the most darling illustrations, and it's just funny. You know, I really love the tale of mouse and bear, and I relate to that grumpy bear on a deep level. <laughs> he just wants what is it like pickles and quiet. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's so. It's just you know, grumpy sunshine characters and uh, unlikely friendships and how they managed to make Christmas work for the two of them. Yes. So definitely check that one out if you haven't. What was your backup choice? My backup choice, I've got like three in the list, but I will spare you. My backup choice is Finding Christmas by Leslie Evans. So these little woodland animals find a little frozen bird at winter and they have to like try and warm her up and help her. And it's just such a sweet story of like, They use their gifts that they got for each other to help someone else. And I remember like we read it to our preschoolers and it just was such a good gateway to talk about like how we can help people with the gifts that we have. Yeah, It's just such a sweet little quiet story. I love that one. Okay. Our next category is funny. What did you choose for a funny Christmas book, Heidi? So this is another one that I love to read to the preschoolers. It's called Presents Through the Window by Tara Gomi. And it's another one that has like peek through windows. So like Santa lands in this village and he's trying to get the presents to the right people. So he's like looking through the window and he's like, oh, a bunny lives here. He needs like these ear warmers. And then you turn the page and you see that. So Santa looking through the window sees what looks like two ears poking up through the window. But then you turn the page and it's like the two knobbly knees of an ostrich Mm -hmm. that kind of looks like ears through the window. So he gets these like crazy earmuffs that. Obviously, aren't going to fit an ostrich. So, based on what Santa sees through the window, yes, he gives them all the wrong gifts, and it's very cute and funny. I forgot about that one. That's a good one. And then I did have the backup of vegetables and holiday underwear because what's not to love? <laughs> and Willie, what's your funny book? I picked "Here Comes Santa Cat" by Deborah oh. Underwood. I love all of the cat books. They are so funny. The cat is communicating with the reader by holding up signs. And in the Christmas book, he has a feeling that maybe he's going to be on the not so nice list. So Kat decides that he's going to try to be good so he can for sure get onto the nice list. And it's just sweet and hilarious. And my kids love to hear it. We just really love this one. Yeah. All the cat books are so funny, but I think the Christmas one's the best. Yes. Okay. Emily, what is your favorite Christmas chapter book? I had to go a little bit old school on this one and pick Junie P. Jones, Jingle Bells, Batman (laughs) Smells, P.S. So does May. I know Junie can be a bit of a controversial character, but personally, I adore her. I think she has so much character and interest that kids just love reading about her. And I have a reluctant reader at my house who has not been that interested in chapter books until we got a Junie B. Jones book. And she has been very into Junie <laughs> B. It's, it's very on brand for her. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited to read her the Christmas one this year because I haven't read it in a lot of years. Yeah, I haven't either. What was your pick? Well, I have to go nostalgic too because I picked the two that I used to read to my second graders every year. And those just feel like Christmas to me. 
one is a Bailey School Kids Genies Don't Ride Bicycles, which is sadly out of print. I don't know why. I know. They've reprinted a bunch of them, but not that one. And then Horrible Harry and the Christmas Surprise, which is another fun character. Those are both so good. I love both of those. But a newer one I really like is the Narwhal and Jellyfish one. Oh, yeah. Came out like last year, I think. That's a funny one. That one's cute. Okay, well, let's get to the childhood faves because I'm pretty sure we have the same <laughs> I'm book. I'm certain we have the same book. It's, well, do you want to tell people about it or do you want me to? I get to go first okay. on this one, so I'm taking it. Okay. <laughs> it's The Sweet Smell of Christmas. Yep. It is by Patricia Scary. It is just the most darling book. I think probably a lot of you listening had this book as a child, and it was such a favorite in our childhood home that we both hold it dear to our hearts. <laughs> and I'm delighted to say that my children now adore it too. It's one of the first books we read every year and we scratch the little stickers and take a big whiff of the orange and the hot chocolate and the pine tree. I just could not love this book more. And I actually still, I have a new version of it, a new copy of it, I should say. And I have our original one from when we oh, were kids that has that. all the little scratch marks <laughs> in it because I can't bear to part with that one. I don't feel like the new stickers smell as strongly as the old ones Yeah. Did, so that's kind of a drawback, but you still get some of the magic. Yes. And so what is your, do you have a backup for this one? I do, because I figured we'd have the same one. And this is a deep cut, but I loved the book, The Doll's Christmas by Tasha Tudor. And it's just such a <laughs> random <laughs> story of like these two little girls and I don't know, it's like Victorian England or 1920s, but you know, even it was old when I was a kid (laughs) and they have like a doll party because they have this amazing doll's house and I was just always just drooling over it and I thought it was just magical and so they throw a party they have a Christmas party and then the dolls have a Christmas party and I loved it so much and Uh, it came out they re-released it a few years ago so you know about a copy I love it you do you even remember that book Emily no oh maybe if I saw it it would ring a bell but I'll have to dig it out for you reminding me did you have a backup for this one Yes, but I actually am going to save it for a different category. I thought it might be your backup, so I didn't put it later on, but I'm going to save it for a different category now. Okay. Killing me intrigued. Yeah. So the (laughs) next category is the more modern favorite. So what did you pick? Well, this is where I put Dream Snow. I don't even know if it's that modern, but it's just so magical. It makes a little sound and it has these like clear pages that you put over the animals to put their, like, they get snowed on. It's just simple and quiet and so sweet. I yes. love it. Make sure you get the hardback version if you do it instead of the board book version. Because I think the little sound at the end, which is really true, and there's little lights, I think, are only in the hardback version. So make sure you get that version. Yes. And they did just release it, re-release it a few years ago. Yeah, for, for a while. while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't find it anywhere. So... Yeah, watch for the hardback one. It's definitely worth it. The problem with this game is that we like all the same books and we're trying to say the same things. (laughs) Well, what's your modern classic, Emily? I did How to Catch Santa by Jean Regan. I have that, but I don't think I've actually read it. It's really cute. These two sibling narrators give clever tips for catching Santa, like be crafty, be clever, (laughs) be gentle on Christmas Eve. And it's got a lot of humor, and it's just a really fun read aloud. That is something. I'm going to have to actually check that one out. <laughs> I also had Pick a Pine Tree as one of my backups, too, because that is just a really good, more recent book. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. And the Halloween one, the Pick a Pumpkin, is also cute. Not as cute as the Pine Tree, but I yes. like that a lot. Yeah. Okay, new release. This was actually kind of hard because 
like there have been a ton this year. I know. I have been having a hard time too on this one. I don't even have a backup. So hopefully we don't have the same one, but I don't think we do. So the book I picked for new release that I really loved is Merry Christmas Anne by Callie George. <laughs> that was my top pick, but I really no, but I got back it just in case. So no worries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really love that there's these new books coming out. I think they're all by Callie George. Yeah, I think so. Taking on our beloved characters from Anne of Green Gables and putting them into new versions of the story. So this one's a picture book version, but she also has some short chapter book versions that I love. They're all just so beautiful. Yes. And so it's just really fun to see Christmas at Avonlea. And I love this book. And it's Anne gets the puff sleeve dress. Yes. 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 So So it's still taking parts of the original stories that we love and just putting them in a little bit of a new format. So if you're an Anne fan, you definitely need Merry Christmas, Anne. And the illustrations are by, is it Genevieve Godabout, I think? And oh, yes. They're just yes, magical. Just, they're so good. And what is your backup? Okay, I actually had came up with a few, but I'll just pick the top one, which is Five More Sleeps Till Christmas by Jimmy Fallon. And usually, like, you know, celeb picture books just kind of let you down. Yeah. But <laughs> I feel like Jimmy gets it because probably he's basically just a big kid. So I really liked that one. I thought that was fun. And then maybe one that people haven't heard of as much is Share Some Kindness, Bring Some Light by April Stott, which isn't particularly Christmassy. It's more like wintry, but it works. It's all about like just coming together and helping each other. And I love her illustrations. They're just like this magical, this little girl and the snow falling around her in the forest and all these animals come together. It's, It's very sweet. Okay. The last category is the wild card. What did you pick for your wild card book? I picked The Jolly Christmas Postman by Alan Alberg. <laughs> That's the one I was Shut saving. Up. I was like, I'm going to save that for later. <laughs> okay, that, I have another wild card. So okay. That's okay. You go ahead. It's, just so, it's got all these little letters and these fairy tale characters. Oh, I love it so much. And the postman tries to deliver all their Christmas mail, and it's just so fun. And I have to really hold myself back from being that mom that's like, be careful when you take the letter out. Don't, don't crease it. Be careful. <laughs> Just enjoy it. It's okay, fun. Pull it. Because each of the letters, sometimes they have like little interactive things in there. Yeah, it's like a little, I think there's like a little puzzle in one of them. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. It's just fun. It's a book and a gift all in one. I'm getting my Christmas books out today. I can't wait. Oh, fun. <laughs> okay, well, what's your other wild card? My other wild card was I Got the Christmas Spirit by Connie Schofield Morrison. Oh, that is such a sweet it's one. It's so charming. It's about this little girl and her mom, and they're enjoying the sights and sounds of the holiday season. So she's hearing the sleigh bells ringing and the carolers singing and the crunch, crunch, crunch of the chestnuts roasting. And it's just really sweet and joy filled, really fun read this time of year. And the illustrations are just so exuberant. It's so fun. Yes, she's a very charming character. We'd love to hear about your favorite Christmas books over in our teacher approved Facebook group. Now let's talk about this week's teacher approved tip. Each week, we leave you with a small actionable tip that you can apply in your classroom today. This week's teacher-approved tip is prepare a list for tracking gifts you receive. So depending on where you teach, you will probably receive a gift or two for the holidays. And it's obviously not required, but it is a nice touch to send a thank you note for anything you might get. For one, it shows the parent that the gift actually made it to school. And then also the kids just feel so special to get a note in the mail from their teacher. Yes. So if you plan to send thank you notes, print a list of your students' names ahead of time. 
that makes it easy to track who sent which gift because I just always expected, oh, all the gifts will come on the last day, but they do not all come on the same day. Yeah. So prepare your list early in the month. And then as the gifts trickle in, you're just ready to go. I know I was always like keeping lists on sticky notes and trying to (laughs) keep track of everything. So if you just print it now, we're all set. And if you're really on the ball, you could get your thank you note cards ready to go so you can start filling them out when you have a moment just so that it's already out of your heart. And I have to say, when I was in first grade, my first grade teacher sent a thank you note postcard over Christmas break. And it is in my childhood memory book. And I just saw it again a few years ago. And I was just struck by what a lovely letter it was she sent. And I was so glad my mom sent it because it was very personal and sweet. And I bet I was so excited to get that letter over Christmas break. So consider sending a thank you note and prepare ahead to keep track of your gifts so you're ready if you decide to do it. To wrap up the show, we're sharing what we're giving extra credit to this week. Heidi, what are you giving extra credit to this week? My extra credit is going to my Sunbox light therapy lamp. That's a mouthful. I really struggle so hard with the winter darkness, like I think a lot of people do, but I typically wait till I start to feel lousy before I get out the sun lamp. But last year, I had the idea to start using the lamp before I felt bad, and I really think that made a huge difference. So I just got out my lamp the other day for this year and hopefully does the trick. Fingers crossed. (laughs) But if not, I might need an emotional support Hemsworth to get me through. So (laughs) where do you get one of those? (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be a catalog. (laughs) If you need to get a light before the winter blahs set in, there is a link in the show notes to the sunbox that I like. Emily, what are you giving extra credit to this week? I'm giving extra credit to the book Meet Me in the Margins by Melissa Ferguson. It's about Savannah, an editor at a small publishing company that specializes in highbrow books. But she secretly has a dream of writing her own romance novel. So she keeps her manuscript stashed in a secret room at her office and one day discovers someone else has been reading the manuscript and leaving her notes in the margins. (laughs) So this is not serious literature, but it is a fun, cozy, light read that you'll love if you enjoy a good Hallmark movie. (laughs) And it's the time of year for a fun, light read. Yes. I wish it was Christmas themed, but (laughs) it's still good. That's it for today's episode. Check out some of our Christmas book recommendations and let us know your favorite Christmas books. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Teacher Approved. I'm Heidi. And I'm Emily. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow or subscribe in your podcast apps so that you never miss an episode. You can connect with us and other teachers in the Teacher Approved Facebook group. We'll see you here next week. Bye for now. Bye.